0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to a new the newest episode of growth quest podcast this is your host no longer going by mel solomon and i will explain why okay uh so mel is part of my middle name i just pretty much cut my middle name in half and i chose solomon because solomon is a bible character i've always looked up to but Unbeknownst to me, I didn't think about it. I, I thought, oh, the wisdom of Solomon. You know what I mean? But then you go and kind of look up King Solomon, you'll realize that he had a lot of things about him that wasn't necessarily kosher. So my wife is talking to me. She's like, why don't you just use your your name? Why don't you just use your name, Gary? I'm like, cause you try making Gary sound sexy, you can't even make it sound even the least bit attractive was, ooh, Gary, Well, No, doesn't work, all right? So she ends up taking her phone out, going on Google and searching the meaning of the name Gary. And she comes up with spear carrier, spear king, hardened spear. And it sounds just a little bit more attractive and suave when you put it in that nature, right? A little more, uh, Manly. I love it. And then my middle name, Shamel, complete and comprehensive. So, this is your host, Gary Shamel, the comprehensive king. And I am a king in my own right. And today we're going to be talking about got kids, what not to do. And I'll be touching on the topics of don't stress it, don't put anything above your kids. Do not argue back and forth with your kids. And lastly, have self-control. So we will get right into it today, folks, right after a word from our sponsor. And if you like what you hear, please share this with others. Like and subscribe, depending on what uh, platform you're listening to this on. And I will be right back. Boom. So, ladies and gentlemen, The King is back And I've been gone for quite some time, all right? For starters, my life was like a burnt piece of toast. It just fell apart right before my eyes, right? All of this happened while I just so happened to be deployed. So it was like, God forgot about me, right? It was like, God left me in the toaster, left the toaster on high and just walked away. and was like, I forgot I had a piece of toast in there, right? So getting to it, when you're having kids, what is one thing that you do not do? Have them, okay? Do not have them. It is a waste of time. I'm joking, all right? So let me tell you some stories about what my money guzzling little crumb snatchers have done. All right. So the first thing, first things first, when having kids, what not to do? Do not stress it. Things happen, right? I remember I dropped my son off one day. But this, he's he's about to be eight now. I dropped him off at the daycare that he was at, and He was dressed pretty neatly in the morning, right? Every little kid in there, they show up in the morning, they look nice. I showed up later that afternoon to pick him up and he was unrecognizable. Unrecognizable from any of the other kids. I look over to my left. I see the same little girl I said hi to that morning and said hi to her parents. Her ponytail is still perfect. I look at another little girl, no runs in her stockings. There's a little boy over there and he has no stains on his bright white polo shirt. Look over at my son huge hole in his pants leg. How did you get a daggone hole in your pants leg? He's like, cause I was sliding on the floor like this, Daddy. what the heck had you sliding on the floor like that? I just wanted to have fun. I look at his shirt. His shirt has this huge dirt stain on it. How did you get dirt on your shirt like that? He's like, cause I slid down the slide on my bo- on my belly and slid through the dirt. This kid slid down the slide that day, like it was a water slide, and he just catapulted off of it. And he told me he did it several times. As soon as I showed up, the teachers were smirking at me because they already knew. I had that hyperactive son that gets on everybody's nerves, right? I had to learn not to stress the issues because it, it... these things happen. Things happen. Kids do that stuff. He's thinking in the mind frame of a kid. He's just playing. And he's just trying to have fun. So with having the, the kid that just was, would not stop moving and would stress me out through the day and would stress the teachers out and the instructors out through the day, I began to realize something. Everybody, a lot of other people would have said, he's ADD. Go take him to the psychologist, get him some medicine, and he'll calm him down, right? I said, No. If he's that hyperactive, there has to be a way that he can get that energy out, a way that he can turn that energy into a talent all on his own, right? So instead of stressing the situation, which I was doing, why won't you why can't you just stop? Just focus? We have a task to accomplish. just focus. What I ended up doing was putting him into a martial arts course, and I found out that he's a very, very talented martial artist. This is a, this kid, right? And I'll put up videos of him at, at some point. It doesn't take him several times of practice. He goes in there to get the warm ups. He's hyped through all of the warm ups. He he knocks the warm ups up out the park. Go and start practicing their forms and their movements and all that. Maybe uh, right now he's a, he's an orange belt, uh, and I'm I'm on live as well on TikTok. And I have people that that's asking questions, so if you hear me pause and start answering questions, it's not just random all right um so he's he's an orange about right now, right so anyways, it takes him at least at the at the most rather two times for them to instruct him as to what to do before he actually catches up onto it and completes what he's doing, right. So instead of stressing and you're like, why won't these kids get it? Why can't they try to find another route? Try to reroute them. You hear uh, kids that won't stop touching something, right? They won't stop picking something up. And you're like, stop picking up the knife. You're not supposed to play with the knife. And they say to reroute them to another toy or something like that. It's the same thing in life. Sometimes you just have to get them to refocus on something else. Okay? And I have four of them. Four of them. Two step kids, but they are still my kids, right? And then two of my own. Next, right? Don't put anything but your spouse above your kids. And I say don't put anything but your spouse because once your kids are grown, once they're out of the house, once they're working on their own careers, once they're working in their colleges or whatever, all you have left is your spouse. And you don't wanna find out that one day they're all out the house. And you're looking at each other and you're like, Who are you? I don't even know you anymore. Because you're so focused on your your careers separately, you are so focused on the kids that when the kids are gone and that part of your lives are over and that job is done, you're like, What what do we have together? But as far as the kids, you have people that are so focused. On their own careers and making sure that there are providers and making sure that the kids have everything that they need and they have the roofs over their head that they forget that they need to be an avid part of their kids lives. And I'll tell you a story about my stepmother. My stepmother is a uh, college professor, right? And what she's able to do when she's not uh, teaching classes and stuff is when she's in her like office hours, she's been able to, to telework. And with her being able to telework, she's able to step away from the computer every so often, go to my sister and say, hey, where are you struggling at? What do you need help with? Oh, you're you're doing bad in math. OK, let's sit down and let's start working on these math problems and we'll do it together. Right. So at that point, she's enforcing in my sister's mind that she has she cares about her betterment. She cares about her progression in life. Right. And she's also developing a bond and a relationship with my sister. And it's so important to be able to do things like that with your kids. Yes, they already see that you're providing for them. They already see that that you're handling situations for them. But you are your child's biggest advocate. So in order to advocate for your child, you have to free up that time so that you can go and stop in on your lunch visits to their schools. That you can go and talk to your your supervisors and your your bosses and say, hey, my child has this coming up. I need to be a part of it. Right. And if that child acts up in school, don't hesitate to go get a fuzzy pink robe, some flip flops and a shower cap and tactically acquire a Walmart scooter and zoom that right through the halls of your child's school straight to your classroom and get up and start acting a fool. And we'll see how quickly they shape up in that classroom. All right. So, yes, Put nothing above your children except for that spouse of yours, the person that you created those children with or their bonus parent, all right? And then last but not least, this is gonna be a quick podcast episode. Do not argue back and forth with your children. We all know they are children, right? They need to listen and they need to do what they're told. Established, we got it. But, arguing back and forth, right? We all know that we have certain things that trigger us into arguments. And once we realize those triggers that our children are doing, like mine is, "Why?" <laughs> what do you mean why? Cuz I just told you to go do the dishes. I don't care what else you're doing. Right? Once you realize we have those triggers, sometimes it's best to take a step back, go to another room and think about it, right? So, like I said, I have four, right? My oldest girl my stepdaughter, she just turned 15. Love her to death. And as I look back, I realize a lot of things that I could have done differently when it came to her. Um, I would tell her something like, for example, go wash the dishes. I showed her how I like the dishes to be done. I showed her how I like the dishwasher to be stacked. And she'll come and be like, hey, I did the dishes. Can I go outside? And I'm like, yeah, you did the dishes, go outside. And I come back, the counter's not wiped down. It's still like stuff on the counter. Uh, not all of the dishes were washed. And then I got to call her back in. Now she's got an attitude. Now I got an attitude because she has an attitude. And I'm looking at her mom I'm like, uh, you going to handle this? Or like, what are you going to do? Like, they, they need to learn to kind of respect me too. Just like they should be respecting you as the, the birth mom. Um, but what I did realize that my wife was was right about at that time was sometimes it's good to, it's best to do it with them. Right, and this goes into developing a bond with them as well. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. Jonathan just said two hundred likes on my live, my TikTok live. I appreciate you, Jonathan. I really do. Um, so what I what I what I realized because I used to tell my wife, hey, you need to talk to them about the respect factor of uh, and me being the breadwinner and the head of the household and blah 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 blah. They're, they're, they're old enough to get the dishes and all of that done. They're teenagers. They know right from wrong by now. But where was she right? If I would have went in there and said, "Hey, look, this is how we got to get the dishes done. This is how it was wrong. Let's do this together." I could have made it a game. Now, obviously, they're teenagers. We're not doing clean up, clean up, everybody, do your share. is not Barney anymore, right? But at that point, it could have opened up conversation, and she could have seen that hey, I trust you. I can trust you with information. I can get some kind of wisdom from you. I can uh, bounce ideas that I'm thinking about off of you. This is what I want to do in life. This is where I want to be in life. And I could have, in turn, been like, hey, this is what you need to do to go in that direction. And this is all over the course of just simply doing dishes together. But instead, I tried to get them to to forcefully get the dishes done. And I go to another side of the house and try to get done what I need to get done and then come back and see that kids being kids, because kids are going to think with their their child mindset, see that they didn't get things done. Now I can't get what I wanted to get done because they're not doing it. And it could have alleviated a whole lot of, of stuff instead of me arguing back and forth with my, my son and then the them they're arguing with their mother and I feel like I gotta step in because you know I don't I don't care you're not gonna disrespect my wife and talk to my wife or if you want to talk to you, talk to her no matter who you are right uh and I said that was last but not least but I do have one more point um so just take a step back and do not argue back and forth with those sharing all right now last but not least self-control because that goes hand in hand with not arguing back and forth, right? And also self-control as to when and when not to correct that child. Now, I'll give you a good story on that one. When I was a wee young lad, as they were saying in Scotland, uh, man, my mother knew I had stopped to talk to her on the street. We were, we were living in Brooklyn at the time, right? That's where I'm from, New York City. Brooklyn-born. I claim in the Bronx because that was the last place that I lived when I was living in New York City, right? So walking through Brooklyn, got, Wendy? Yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh, I haven't seen you, da-da-da-da. For whatever reason, in my mind at that time, as a young child, as a young toddler, I decided I wanted to kick the guy. You know what my mother did? You think she corrected me? No. She thought it was the most absolute funniest thing in the world. She laughed. So what did I do after that? I kicked the hell out of him again. And she laughed even harder. So I went to do it again. She finally stopped me. And the guys looking at us like, all right, (laughs) I'll see y'all later. You have to know when to step in and when to just let things happen. And that was definitely an appropriate moment to have that self-control, to not be like, oh, like kids do things that you want to laugh at, right? But... (laughs) <laughs> At that point, you can't necessarily laugh. You got to be like, yo, that's wrong. And then later on, like, yo, guess what he did? That that was funny. Absolutely hilarious. Self-control, all right? And to segue with the self-control and the arguing back and forth with the kids, if your kids see that you don't have uh, self-control and you don't know how to de-conflict de- situations, it's going to be harder for them to learn conflict resolution. And people wonder why their children are always arguing back and forth between themselves, which is going to be natural, you know what I mean, with siblings and that. That's how it happens. But then when it travels into adulthood and then the siblings can't get along, they can't get along with other people and they're always stuck in their ways. They think they're always right. Conflict resolution. A lot of the things, a lot of the lessons in life should stem from our pa from, from us as parents, right? Because if we're not taking that time out to make sure that we're teaching our children the adequate lessons and really dealing with them in life, then somebody else is going to raise our kids, right? The school system is jacked up. The school system's going to raise the kids. Their friends are going to raise them. Um, the streets is going to raise them. And I don't care what race you are. Every race has some kind of street, some type of thug mentality in them. Something else is going to affect them. Music is going to affect them. That's why this stuff is important. That's why I wanted to bring that up as a topic today. And now finally, as I do draw to a close here on this short installment, I wanted to take this opportunity to say, I deleted my old social media accounts, right? I still have my TikTok. Um... So you can follow me now on my brand new Instagram. I don't have any followers yet. Growth Quest podcast, Same spelling as I believe I updated my TikTok name too. Uh, Growth, G-R-O-W-T-H. And Quest, like John and Quest, Q-U-E-S-T. And then podcast, all right? And you can find me also on Instagram. I'm also uh, starting up my new LLC, right? This is my old one. Didn't work out with my business partner. We had to dissolve this LLC. So now the one that I'm starting up now is a carrier service called Phoenix Grace Carrier Services LLC. Right, congrats to me. Um, I do I am doing a crowdfunding for it, so I do have a GoFundMe on my TikTok page and on the Instagram page. You'll see it in the, the links in both of the bios. Um, so if you would like to support me in doing that, I will end this by reading what I have uh, written out as far as the description for the company itself, right? Which is the, the vision, the mission, and everything else. So of course, my name is Gary. I'm current a current member of the United States Armed Forces and will soon be at the end of my enlistment. And starting a new chapter in life is full of excitement, unknowns, and unexpected challenges. My goal is to use GoFundMe to start a crowdfunding campaign to begin my courier business, Phoenix Grace Courier Services, LLC, PNG and g for short. Named after my youngest two children, I aim, to, I aim to teach them hard work, entrepreneurship, and a strong work ethic. I aim to create generational wealth in a way that has never been seen before. My company will start the betterment, will stand for the betterment of humanity and will support real change in multiple communities. I believe that I was placed on this earth to service people or to serve people, right? In supporting me, you'll help me to implement positive change in the lives of many. Once my company is off the ground, I plan to strive for the following. Serving the elderly through delivery of their daily needs. Supporting the youth by aiding in youth programs and eventually implementing a grant and scholarship program. Supporting our medical community, not only through delivery of much needed medical supplies, but also through donating the much needed medical research. Supporting our nation's veterans, of course, right? (laughs) Marines, fly, aim high, Air Force, let's go. And eventually growing an electric vehicle fleet in order to achieve a carbon neutral company. Our vision is to be a top tier courier service while aiding in the growth, development and achievement of those around us. Our mission is to develop innovative delivery solutions. And finally, our motto is P&G. We even deliver to the moon. Eventually. So if you like what I heard, please give me a follow on this on TikTok and on Instagram growth quest podcast. Thank you guys who stuck around on the live for watching. I truly appreciate all of you. And I am out.